Small business owners, this one's for you. Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you, who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. Member, FDIC. Copyright 2024, J.P. Morgan, Chase & Co. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Your kin for us, your baby daddy's come and go. Your baby daddy's too shame and or criminal to stay. I'm Khalil Gibran Muhammad. I'm Ben Austin. We are two best friends. One black. One white. I'm a historian. And I'm a journalist. And this is Some of My Best Friends Are. Wait, Khalil. This is our last episode of the season, and I'm starting to figure something out. Some hmm. of my best friends are. Like, we're best friends, but it's also like that racist thing that people say or that prejudice thing. You know, some <laughs> of my best friends are. It's a double meaning. You've just figured this out? <laughs> what a great title. In this show, we wrestle with the challenges and the absurdities of a deeply divided and unequal country. And yep, you said it. This is our last episode of the season. Man, what a journey it's been this year. Mm. But what a fitting way to come back to where it all started with Lil Lily and the man behind that magical song that just always makes me really feel good about this show. Yeah, yeah, you're hearing that right now. And we are so excited to have Avery R. Young with us. He's the Poet Laureate of Chicago, the sound of this show, and just an amazingly talented soul. We're going to talk to him about his work as an interdisciplinary artist and educator, and of course, how it all comes back to Chicago. Avery, what's up, man? It is so good to have you on the show. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. This is a full circle moment for some of my best friends. Are. Yes. <laughs> Thank you all for having me. Thank and, you all for and, having hey, me. And hey, congratulations on being named the first Poet Laureate of Chicago. That's so crazy. Every time people say that, I'm like, what is going on? Uh, thank you so much thank you so much it's an honor honor to be here and yeah because y'all don't 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 (laughs) that's me (laughs) that's right that's that's right right. so you know that what i was gonna say is i knew you back when before before you were all this hot stuff poet laureate yeah and and your song lil lily I was, yes. I was, I was the one who introduced Khalil to it, and we wanted a Chicago artist. That's right. Yes. And and that song, you know, it's funky. Yeah. The way, like, it's so emotional. 
and yes. honest in a lot of ways and yes. and alive and every time i hear it i'm moved i'm like i'm physically moved and so yes. yeah yes. that that yes. that's why i sort of like you know we, we started considering it and i presented to khalil and we were like yeah this is it this is it well, yeah man you. yeah i totally well, appreciate it well listen you uh you passed the first litmus test on on this side of of the some of my best friends are with little lily because i played it for my wife stephanie and she was like, "Oh man, that is hot." <laughs> so that 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 made it that made it a done deal. And we are just so grateful in in so many ways, Avery. Our Ooh. show has always had you as a wow. sonic partner. Is wow. a better way to, wow. to put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. I mean, I think that, that I think that was the, the fit of the song in the show because I mean, the lyric content in that song is heavy. You know, Ooh, that's and, that, we want to. So that's that's something that I want to know a little bit more about. I mean, right, you know, right, right. what is the story behind the song? Oh, goodness. The story behind the song is so the song is on a record called Tubman. And mm -hmm. Tubman is like the sonic poems that I couldn't put in a book. Right, mm. and uh, uh, on the book Neckbone, right? So oh, okay. I had Neckbone is is full of visual and traditional verse, and then there's these, then there was these sounds that I was hearing, or and songs, whatever that I was hearing that I wouldn't, you can't put in the book. So I was like, well, let me put it in a, a uh, let me put it in a record, and the Lily is in response to a poem in the book about my mother, and so. Okay. Mm. Toy Derricott, who's a wonderful, wonderful writer and mentor for, from from the D, <laughs> from Detroit. That's and, right. Um, one time, her 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 assignment to me was to write something in my darkest ink. And Little Lily is one of those pieces that I think are from my darkest ink. So, Little can we Lily, ask, like, yeah, what, what's the dynamic between you and your mom? What's the story oh, you want to tell about her? I'm my mama's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a first child. I'm her only boy. And, mm. you know, we 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 uh definitely we definitely we definitely true blue and tight like glue. Um and we were all of us were raised by um her her aunt, which is like my big mama, which is you know, it's it's a really complicated like situation. It's oh, that's that word. That's that word because that's yeah, the, 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 the best hooks of the song. That is complicated. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is it's, it's really it's really complicated. It's layers. It's just it's a testament to a lot of times how we how we love and how we support support and take care of each other. So my mother is special needs, and the song really is really kind of really tackling this 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 me being a product of sexual abuse. You know, mm. and like there have been mothers who's like they can't deal with the child, so they you know, and then, then there's been cases where they overlove, mm, if that's yeah. if that's yeah. a word, to compensate. Yeah. So there's this trauma that the baby the baby was in, and mm. for my sisters and I, we just just really felt like normal because we didn't feel unloved in any in any shape, form, or fashion. This was just what our family was shaped into. And the normality of it is just, it was just very normal. Just This is, is what it is, a mental disability or, uh, co uh, or cognitive um, issues don't make her less mm -hmm. <laughs> your mother. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> that's yeah. biology, you know, that's biology, you know. Yeah. Man. Um, this, this woman who is her, who is her aunt, Stepped in to raise her after my uncle brought my mother to her house as, as my grandmother um, was dealing with substance abuse and the guilt of, you know, the story of it was the substance abuse that did this to her child. Right. Yes. Yes. And there's a thing that she can't handle. Right. So she gives the child to her to her son and he's like, but I'm 19 and I had this other life, this rest of this life that I have to live, I can't deal with a special needs child. So he then gives the baby to his mother, sister, or his aunt. And she takes the baby in and she raises the baby as her own. And then that baby all of a sudden start popping up with children. Yeah. You yeah. know? And like, what do we do? 
we love them and we raise them as they are and we keep them as you know a family and that's that's the that's the that's the story I, and then that's there's so a yeah that yeah thanks for sharing all of that avery um so let's let's just break this down a little bit with the song lyrics so little lily is your mom and she has special needs she was raised by her aunt because her mother suffered from drug addiction and while your aunt was away at work your mom was sexually abused. And so you sing, it's complicated because this is a complicated story. And, and really, this is a song as a tribute uh, to your mother yes, who you love yes, dearly. Yes. That's, you know, that's the story in a sense. And then what you do with a song like Lil Lily is you... you can you sing a little? Can you sing a little of it, Avery? Because I sing a little bit. Show can. <laughs> yeah. it's, it, um, it goes, um, <clears throat> Hey, Lil Lily, mm-hmm. some can folk. Don't need to be slow. Mm. Bonk, 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 bonk. Mama Mary going off to work. Now her house and unsafe space. Mm. Hey, Lily. <laughs> your kin for watch your baby daddy's come and go. Mm. Your baby daddy's too shame and or criminal to stay. Hey, Lily. Oh, my God. Don't think I've been an efficient shield. So may this song serve as you a sword. Hey, Lily. You know nobody can do you like Jesus. You know nobody. I'm going to do you like the Lord. Amen. And that's so funny. That's Amen. I, that's so funny. I put that in the lyric because that's the song she used to sing in church. She used to sing the song like, Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. She used to sing this song all the time. So that's how that. <laughs> okay. That's a great and, line. And, and Lil Lily is your mother. Little Lily's my mother, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Mother Mary gone off to work. That's the great aunt. Yes. All yeah, right. Yeah. So, all right. Oh my God. My yeah. hair was standing on end. Oh, I was yeah. I was so moved. That's just so beautiful. And and your yes. ability to not only sing so amazingly, but you had the funk going, you had the bass player. Yeah, you, were, you were doing the bass too. Yeah. <laughs> that was hey, crazy, my man. Thank you. Yeah. His dome so that, full that of song things. is as you just described, uh, both in its intonation, uh, in the in the rhythms and, and grooves, and and also in the actual lyrics, uh, speaks so much to the church and to gospel. Yes. And your band yes. is called the Deacon Board. The Deacon Board. So, yes. so talk about your musical background, your influences, the role of church wow. in your music. Wow, the musical um, background is come from a very musical family. Everybody plays a lot. Well. Everybody doesn't play. <laughs> a lot of us do play. And then there's a lot. Everybody sings, though. That's the thing mm-hmm. that everybody does. Everybody mm-hmm. sings. And um, we we grew up in church, um, but also grew, we also grew up in the household where if, if Mary Booker was listening to Mahalia Jackson, all mm-hmm. the children were listening to Millie Jackson. <laughs> right. A, 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 a Chicago gospel great uh, and an R&B great. I got it. <laughs> So it was always, it was always, but I've never, and then I grew up not necessarily understanding the difference in in the two. Like, mm, you know, right, it, was, right. it was that one thing you sing, you sing in church and there's one thing that's playing on the radio. But if you really, if you, if you, if you stand still, right, and mm-hmm. you understand vibration, it's like, it's, 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 it's from the same place. They, they thump in church just like they thumping on this Millie Jackson. Mm. Uh, record. They crooning in church just like they crooning on the Millie Jackson record. All of that understanding that the narrative of life through the lyric of song and through the thump of our foot and, and hip bone and, and the conditions in which people live and then create in spite of those conditions um, is it's always, it's, it's fascinating to me and it plays out through the work. So then growing up with that as an influence I just bring more of that. I'm just bringing, I'm just continuing that conversation. Marvin Gaye is a definitely, definitely an influence as far as music is concerned. Mm. Gil Scott Heron, because Gil Scott Heron taught me the possibility of, 
of a that the song still houses a poem. I love that. Right? The song yeah, still yeah, houses yeah, a poem. That's really poem. powerfully said. Yeah. Right. Nina Simone. Mm. Um for the fact that you could be, you know, what is a song with, without bravery? A house doesn't stand without courage, mm. you know. So that's what Nina, that's what Nina Simone, <laughs> that's what Nina Simone falls in. Well, 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 Avery, I, I just want to say, like, hearing all those influences certainly show up in your music, and I think yes. you know, for us and for our listeners. Uh, for the fans of Some of My Best Friends Are, we have benefited so much uh, from all those influences in the way that you have captured the sacred and the secular. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a bit more about your artistry. We'll be right back. As listeners to this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds has the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet. But you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hello, hello. Malcolm Gladwell here from Revisionist History, my podcast about the overlooked and the misunderstood. A couple of years ago, I wrote a book called Outliers. It was about exceptional people, the ones who operate at the outer edges of human performance. Outliers fascinate me. And last year, I discovered an outlier in the form of a community organization, Washington State's City of Bellevue. The city wanted to improve public safety by making their roads safer, So they created something that no one had ever built before, a platform that gave road users warnings of any dangers ahead in real time. How did they build it? By using a combination of technologies, the cellular vehicle-to-everything network, T-Mobile's 5G network, and 5G-connected cameras. People driving, bicycling, walking, running, can't forget people running, and people operating the transportation network now had a way to prevent crashes. It's been a huge success. The city of Bellevue earned first place in the community category at the T-Mobile for Business Unconventional Awards, an event that celebrates T-Mobile customers who've dared to innovate for the sake of meaningful change. If you're a T-Mobile for Business customer and your team has, like the city of Bellevue, innovated something really, really cool, I encourage you to enter. It's also a great way for outliers to be recognized in front of your industry's most influential leaders. You can enter at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. That's tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
We are back on some of my best friends with the amazing Avery R. Young. Avery, I'm thinking yes. about I'm thinking about the first time we met, which was a bunch of years ago, and it was at an art opening. Yes, in Chicago, and yes. you were doing visual art at that time, a sculpture. Yes, yes. and you you were presenting this sculpture, which was a noose, an actual noose. Yes, and at the bottom of it were skittles, sort of yes. scattered around it. Yes, yes, yes. That um, was the my first solo exhibition, mm. and so a lot of the visual text work was um, in relationship to at the time what was the, the murder and the trial of Trayvon Martin. Yeah, so, um, I just really wanted to think about the materials, just the materials of the, the case. Did a lot of studying about what was going on and then try to implement that into the materials used inside of the um, inside the exhibit. And, 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 and Trayvon Martin, as he was walking in his uh, in his neighborhood, he had gone to the store to buy Skittles. Skittles. Yes. Yes. So Skittles. Yeah. So in, in your exhibit, you see this noose and it's like 10 feet off the ground and it's made out of blue jeans, like torn up blue jeans, the entire noose. And it extends on one end all the way to the floor where it meets empty bags of Skittles and then the candy Skittles spread out all on the floor. Uh, can you can you tell us you know how you made this? Like your your thinking behind it? So we took I took the jeans and I kind of ripped them up and then my friend Cheryl had sold them to so they were like this one long piece and then we soaked it. And um, Arizona, Arizona's iced teas and all kind of. Mm. I just took a bunch of it, soaked them in that for a couple of days, and then once we got, once I got it and dried it for a minute, and then began to do the work of um, twisting it so that it would look like a rope. And what yeah. the sugar in the, I mean, the sugar in the drinks were help yeah. bind. bind it yes yeah wow and was thinking that would that would, would happen and, and like it worked and i was like mm. <laughs> and then we went about the the business of tying the noose and i remember like that day i remember the day it was it was it was Painful. really hard that yeah. i cut i cut off the lights and i kept listening to strange fruit over and mm. over and i mm. kept listening and so i listened to three different versions on replay, and that was um, Billy Holiday's version, and it was this, and Nina Simone's version, and Cassandra Wilson's version, and I just listened to those in in a loop, yeah, yeah, and kind of took my time to 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 tie to tie the, to tie the news, and I could Avery that Avery, that yeah, I mean this idea that you captured of Trayvon Martin also being lynched. And this is my first introduction to you, and I'm seeing this in this powerful visual art. And then I'm thinking about, well, who is this guy? What, what is his artistry? And then that same night, you performed uh, Resurrect Fred, yes, which is really performance art. It's a song yes. and more than that. And I was like, oh, oh, this guy isn't just a visual artist. He is this you know, multivaried performance artists. Like there's so yes. much, there's something else going on here. And yes. so this, this Re Resurrect Fred is about Fred Hampton, who was the 21-year-old Black Panther leader who was murdered by police in yes. 1969. He yes. was sleeping in his home in the early morning and they yes. raid and they murder him. And, you know, maybe we could just talk about that piece for a moment. What does it mean to resurrect Fred? Here we go with back to this, this, this gospel, you know, mm. the, the attachment, this attachment to the church. Mm. Um, a lot of what influenced me, especially as a performance artist, is preacher and the sermon, mm. Mm. and seeing how a person with certain cadence and power and confidence and knowledge of, of word and scripture and history um, presents this literature. Which is what the you know Bible is full of poems. Fred is definitely from rooted in the scripture of the, the resuscitation of Lazarus, who at the mm. at the time there's a um, 
there's a scripture in the Bible that says Jesus wept, right? And it's kind of the mm-hmm. only noted recording of the weeping. But I always like, why? You know, because mm-hmm. he was he had lost a good friend. Mm-hmm. And the community lost a very good friend and ally and advocator mm-hmm. when they lost Chairman Fred and all the others that got lost that was in, in within that within that time. We're talking about a very violent political time in American history. And Chairman Fred was definitely not the only person who was slain in this time. But the idea that at the end of the day, there was just these young black people that wanted better for their community. You know, we talk about, we talk about the guns and, and them protecting the community with artillery, but they were also waking up in the morning, fixing breakfast. Mm. Yep. And yeah. serving that Talking to about the, the Black Panthers, yeah, yeah. About the Black uh, Panthers and they being the Black Panthers. So the song Resurrect Fred is let's 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 get, get that together. So that's what I want. I'm saying Resurrect Fred. Yes. Let's who's about the resurrection of that work, that work yeah. that is happening, mm-hmm. or, or what was happening in the communities with the Black Panthers, and that's how that that's how that comes about. Come so, so, come, so come Avery. I didn't meet you uh, that way, and and this is my first time really uh, getting to know you in this personal way, and and I'm just uh, really grateful for this opportunity. Um, but I did get a chance to see Emmett Till the remix, uh, which mm. is a, a video performance uh, that, that that you've done, and I mean it's like it's incredible. <laughs> And in a way that speaks directly to what you describe with Resurrect Fred, um, meaning that here is this this young man uh, who's killed in uh, Mississippi. Uh, his killing inspires an entire generation of civil rights activists. And you tell the entire story of what happened to him uh, in this yes. performance. Uh, yes. you, you, you call back to um, actually the the presence of the community um, Mm. at the time that they bear witness. And it's really powerful to see in the video, uh, but could you you set the context for what you do in Emmett Till the Remix by singing a little bit of it for Mm. us? Mm. Man, we are getting our money's worth here, man. (laughs) Oh, and and Emmett is such a, Emmett is such a space. and again, <clears throat> were you there when they did what they did to that boy? Were you there when they did what they did to that boy? Were you there when they snatched him out of his uncle's house? Were you there when they snatched him out of his uncle's house? Is this him? 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 Oh, Carol, is this him? Oh, is this him? Wow. Yeah, man. Thank you. That 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 were you there, the you part. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're telling the story and it's bearing witness, but it also feels like an accusation. Like mm. you were you there. T- tell yeah. us about that. Like that you're you're putting a burden on us too. Yeah. That particular piece is flipping around a, 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 a hymn or spiritual about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Were you there when they crucified the Lord? Sometimes mm-hmm. it causes me to tremble, tremble. Were you there when they crucified the Lord? Mm-hmm. And again, I actually, were you there to bear witness? I, you know, this in it's placing, it's, it's doing this thing that um, Gwendolyn Brooks does in We Real Cool, 
right? Mm, the yeah. Pullmans and they real cool. They left school. Mm. And by using the language we, it implicates any and everybody that reads it. So you're That's one right. of the seven. Yeah. You're one of the seven that to go with the shovel, right? And so using that language where you there, even if you weren't born in that time, right? You get through a, you get through this journey where you get through this language, bear witness to this murder. And the sad part of it is just like when you hear I'm talking about um Emmett Till, Trayvon Martin, mm-hmm. you know, because you keep seeing this level of racial terrorism yeah. repeated and, re- and repeated as it gets repeated throughout the song. Yeah. Yeah, man. yeah. Avery, I just have to say for, for folks who haven't seen this video, which uh, we will, we will most certainly link to for this show yeah. that, uh, Everything you've been describing in terms of like the mashup of the past, you, you've talked about biblical times, you're talking about the time of Jesus's crucifixion, you've talked yes. about the time of the civil rights movement. And in this video, you stand alone first in a church as the song begins, just as you started yes. here singing today. And yet, all of a sudden, the, the scenery changes and it shifts from a church with you as a single person singing out loud in a kind of plaintive uh, cry to a civil rights march and there's signs, you're surrounded by people with I am a man signs. And then the scene shifts again and you're at a Black Lives Matter uh, rally. And what comes through in this video uh, performance is precisely your call to recognize the past in the present. And the need, as you say at the end of the song, when you call out who's going to live, who's going to live, who's going to live for Emmett, which is to say who's going to live today for the people who continue to suffer from racism in America. It's just just so powerful. And who's going to fight for Emmett? That's one of the lines, too. All those things. Celebrating the life of a person who is um, no longer with us and then celebrating my life of a person who still is the idea of that length of that particular line who's going to live is what you do in this body that will continue to tell continue to tell the story of this person who couldn't and that's just the thing we we feel with it's a lot of people feel some anger it gives us questions and give it, the particular that Emmett's Till, like um, being said, sparked a whole and inspired a whole level of civil rights movement. Um, Rosa Parks has noted to, to say that that's who she was thinking of as she stayed in her seat on on the bus. Um, Muhammad Ali talked about learning about Emmett Till and seeing the right. image that's right. of Emmett on, his, on, the, on the front page of a newspaper. And all of these things, Things that have that particular death moves people to so many different emotions, and then they get to that last line. But who's gonna live? Yeah, yeah. Such a such a powerful way to keep the memory of Emmett Till present in the ongoing struggle for a new generation mm. of young people who have been fighting against yeah. this problem. Yes, we're gonna yes. take another break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about you as poet laureate. We'll be right back. As listeners to this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds has the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet. But you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hello, hello. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. Let me tell you an unconventional story about a healthcare group that wanted to improve their efficiency, Boston Children's Hospital. They were already a leading pediatric facility. Their patient outcomes 
workflows and delivery of care were already great. But they wondered, how can we make it better? So the hospital got to work. Their idea was to build what they called clinical mobility, meaning a system which would allow their staff to access information and interact with patients on mobile devices anywhere in the hospital. And what made that possible? 5G. The hospital rebuilt their entire system with 5G technology at its core. That infrastructure now supports thousands of phones and tablets so practitioners can communicate with patients on a whole new level. Boston Children's also made sure the system could flex and scale to handle medical advancements like robotic surgery and virtual reality for training and research. This was worlds away from how they had previously operated. This innovative work hasn't gone unnoticed, first by patients, but also by their peers. Boston Children's was a first place winner in the industry category at last year's unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business, an event that celebrates customers who've dared to innovate for the sake of innovation. If the Boston Children's story rings a bell with you, if your team has asked the same questions about building a better business solution, I encourage you to enter this year's awards. It's a great way to be recognized for smart, disruptive thinking in front of some of your industry's most influential leaders. You can enter at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. That's tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. I'll save you a seat. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Man, Avery, we are back on some of my best friends. Are. Thank you so much. This has been just incredible. And Khalil, I have had the great fortune of seeing Avery perform in person. And it is this mix of all these things. Mm-hmm. It's visual art, it's dance, it's preaching, it's spoken word, it's poetry. Um, mostly, I'm, you know, it's often participatory and I'm often there and I'm thinking, don't pick me. Don't yeah. pick me. No, 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 Don't no. You're me. like, you're I, like, you're like Steve Martin in the jerk. Your, your legs start moving and you no, can't, no, you can't I, stop I, him from I moving. I told Avery this before. I've told Avery that I was like, thank God you didn't pull me into the center. To, you know, you made me call up to the, we called up to the podium. Yes. So a- Avery, you know, we've, we've heard your poetry today in, yes. in, in song. Um, yes. But you're, you're now the poet laureate of Chicago. And wow. Let's talk about that. What does <laughs> yeah. that what does that job entail? What have you been doing for these last several weeks? Well, you know, I've been doing a lot of readings at this point, but I plan to do a lot of community building. So um I get a call, hey, you've been you you you've been like it's gonna be you. <laughs> like all snap. Is there like a bat signal, like a poetry yeah, signal, it like was, it just sends it up and you got to go? I, it, it was hilarious because I had just had lunch with Eve Ewing. It was like my niece. And yeah, I was right. telling One her. Best I, friends. You know, yes. 
<laughs> and I was telling Eve, you know, I think it's going to be you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I nominated you. And Eve was like, no, I was talking to Jamila. Jamila, Jamila saying shit. Jamila Woods. Jamila Woods, another amazing Chicago musician and, and, and artist and poet. Right. And, yeah. he, and, and they both like these young women who, you know, with the rest of, of a generation of artists in Chicago who I've mentored and taught and, and like I said, and just in um, community with. But got the news and I was like really like excited and, and honored and like the coolest part is me being the inaugural one I get to figure yeah. it out you know and really set up shop for those who who will follow um as poet laureate and like I said right now a lot of it has really been reading the at the inaugura- the inauguration mm. the Juneteenth celebration I just did the LA a conference american library association conference so a lot of it has been you know reading in, in my capacity <laughs> as support laureate yes. um but a lot yeah. of the work would be with just building community and getting chicago to write poems together and things of that nature you you you, have, you evoked gwendolyn brooks earlier and yes. when we were in like middle school uh she was the illinois poet laureate yes and I just remember what it meant to have her presence being around, that she would like yes. show up at the school and people talked about her. And she was somebody that, that was, you saw, and that yes. her poems you, you cited, We Real Cool, they felt accessible. They yes. felt like they were about the city. Yes. Um, she's an African-American woman. She was, she was older. She felt like an aunt to a lot of people. And, yes. and yeah, and I just you know that yeah, idea of a poet laureate. Yeah, and so 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 I'll that's be, a kind I'll of role. I get get go to schools and when you know get to go to schools. Like I said, I and I really want to get students together to write with each other and, mm. and and write and write these massive or epic poems with each other. You know, and not and not just be about me coming to the school and saying, "Hey, I'm Avery Young and I'm the Chicago poet laureate," but really building community ways in which so many. Um, other organizations who I've worked with in the past have done so. Mama Gwendolyn definitely has set the set the tone and precedent of how I believe to to kind of show up and be present um, during my tenure as laureate. But I also understand that I have to take so I have to, I have to also craft it to be my own so that when people own, had yeah. 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 so yeah. when people had this memory. Decades from now, I remember when Uncle Avery yes, came out. Yes, 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 Uncle Avery. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and, did, and, did, and did the thing and all the good stuff. And, and people would talk about me the way they talk about her, you know. Yeah. So, well, so, yes. so you, have this, you have this book of poetry called Neckbone. Um, and you, you subtitle it Visual Verses. So, yes. so let's talk about about that because clearly as a multidisciplinary artist you cannot keep your brain uh working on one track <laughs> so, uh, so this is crazy yeah, i know it's full it's full fledged it's full fledged yeah, yeah. crazy what's a, what's up, a visual up, verse? Up, 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 up in the brain between the eyes i'm like oh me <laughs> yeah. um, but that was, that was even the, the point so i think when well for me mm-hmm. the the poem that you see on the page is extracted language it's language that you pick from all the words and all the imagery mm. that's going on in in, in, in your brain and in, inside your imagination. I, I keep I keep trying to talk about this and not sound like it's just voodoo. <laughs> yes, no, it's <laughs> or it. just like this, that is that is it's, it's with intent. But mm-hmm. so that the idea of then just being transparent of how I see a poem. As opposed mm. to extracting the language from the what I see, wow. is what how mm. vis, visual vi, visual verses come. I was a little just showing what I see. Mm. Avery, you're giving us like a view into your, how your mind is working, which you yes. know I think I think these poems do, which is you're having a conversation often with received images, like with pop culture of things that are important to you, yes. and so there's like this triangulation that's going on. And then it's sort of visual for you, and then it's being turned into words. But it's also, can I just say, it's also, the book has 70 colorful, colored illustrations. So this isn't, you're not speaking 
it's purely an totally abstraction. Work, right? You you actually have drawn in the book. Yes. You've used your artistic visual talent to actually put yes. in the book illustrations in a book of poetry, which is unusual uh, for yes. most for most poets. It's, and and, know, the, it's and the words are often or the, the the text is often in part of like a, a, a painting or a, a drawing. Yes. I want I want to ask you a question about your work and both your work as poet laureate of Chicago and really all your artwork. In a way, you're reimagining Chicago and, and telling a Chicago story. Yes. And I want to ask you that. Like, what is the story of Chicago that you're trying to change and reinterpret mm. and reinvent? I don't necessarily I'm reinventing or reimagining Chicago. I think I'm presenting the Chicago that I experience. Okay. Right. And I do experience Chicago a lot of times through my imagination mm. or, or in, the, in the context of others' imagination because I'm part of a creative community. Right. Um, when you hear about Chicago through the media and in the quote unquote in the news, you see you see the Chicago that I just don't experience. Mm. Right. Um, yeah. And not that I don't realize that it's there because, again, with the babies I've taught, I've been I've been sitting there, I've sang at funerals of students I had taught two weeks prior. Right. Mm. Right. You know, so that I understand and totally um, am aware of the whatever the news says about Chicago, the, which the, is basically... The, the narrative violence is not the monolithic. The it's not the only story and the, we have. And the, and, the, and the weather that's wacky, wacky and quacky, you know. But I also get to experience people in community, one another, the extended family. When I say Eve and Jamila like my nieces, they are truly like my nieces. Yeah. And then we have no, <laughs> we have no biological connection to each other. But the extension and the extension of family is... Uh, you know, I have a very diverse dinner table, you know, and again, as we, we we treat and love each other's family. So I'm trying to present the Chicago that I get, but the work is always, or why not the work is rooted in the imagination. When I tell students, write what you know, I was, when they always tell me, well, write what you know, write what you know. And, and you know a thing because you've either experienced it, witnessed it, you know, you've researched it to the point where you feel like you you know it enough to write about it, or the best space of all is just to imagine it. Because when you imagine it, can't nobody tell you, uh-uh, they yeah, had it go. It's yours. They had went nuts and big because I this is where I said go. And so that is, you know, that's the, I tell that's really the the most boss situation mm. that's through your imagination. And yeah. if you can implement the things you researched and the things in which you know and the things in which you experienced into the imagination, you're doing something totally like beyond, beyond. Yeah. You know, that's why I teach, that's just why I Man, teach the babies when I'm talking it's, to them. It's about. amazing to, to, to be inside your imagination even for this past, you know, even for, for this conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Well, listen, um, We've talked a lot about Chicago just now, but uh, some of my best friends are has taken Lil Lily International. We have listeners all over the world. Uh, so we are just grateful to be on this journey with you. You are uh, certainly one of our best friends, and we are so excited for what is to come for you in the future. Um, thank you so much, Avery, for joining us today, for taking some time out and sharing your, your artistry with us. Thank you. All right, Khalil, uh, speaking of theme songs, this is our last episode. Oh, uh, snap. Of, yeah, of the season. Yeah. Yes. And also, for, <laughs> for now at least, our last episode with the show. It's not, it's not goodbye, it's farewell. Abiento. Uh, <laughs> it has been an amazing journey, uh, at least for me. I don't know about you, but I want to talk a little bit about the fact that we have done this show uh, as part of our own relationship. Like, you know, we've done a lot of things together over the years, and this show just fits right in with that. Um, yeah. And we talked about so many of those things, but I want to reminisce a little bit. Like, okay. you know, we had our first jobs together, a computer store, a grocery store, 
you know, we played tennis together. I learned how to play, you know, oftentimes competing against you. And I was like 13 years old, 14 years old. I'm tearing up a little bit. And the, <laughs> the thing, the thing is I also taught you how to host a podcast and <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, teaching you over so many episodes. It's been, that's been a beautiful thing. Of course. Of course you feel <laughs> that way. <laughs> well, I also like memory lane, like my first poker game was at your house. My first Shabbat dinner. Mm. First time I ever researched in a college library was because your dad sent us there during a teacher strike when we were 15 and 16 years That's old. Right. That's right. The crucial <laughs> decade. I we got I got book. my first high school girlfriends because of you and your then high school sweetheart, now wife, Danielle. Hooking you up. Hooking you up. And uh we stood up in each other's weddings. We were there when our firstborns came into the world. Not, true, not, true. not actually at the delivery table, but like within 48 yeah. hours. The, um, the first time I ever rented a place with Stephanie at Martha's Vineyard without being like with your parents or with my parents in this case, guess who was there? Me. That's right. You were there. Because <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't remember any of these things. Well, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but so this is important to document it. I love this. Well, I just think like in a way, thinking of retrospectively about what's gone on these last two years, like which represents now our 37th year in a relationship has also been thinking about our friendship through this podcast. Yeah, actually doing this podcast together in this way and working with you, uh, it's like making meaning out of both our, our relationship and our lives and the things we're experiencing in the world, but making mm -hmm. that meaning together. Um, I know that I, I went into writing in a lot of ways because I wanted to make meaning out of the world. And for this process that, that each week, you know, and sitting down on these, on these calls, uh, we were doing that together. And yeah. we're like, we're, we're talking to each other all the time. Like, maybe we should have this person as a guest. Or did you read this story? Or what do you think about that? Doing that with you has been, you know, if all the work I've done, this in some ways is, the, is, is certainly the most joyous. And in yes. yes. a lot of ways, the most meaningful. Yeah. No, I, I feel the same way. And you, I thought you were going to add to, like, sitting down for these calls, like, the shit ton of work we do. Because, man... I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure our listeners will appreciate this, but we've read a shit ton of books. We've watched yeah. a shit ton of television. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have watched movies multiple times. Our producers have been indefatigable in following whoa, up. Whoa. like archival. Big yeah, words. I know, big words, yeah. And, and following up archival tape so that the show could, you know, have these beautiful moments. Can I say something a little darker, too? I mean, mm. we, we started working on this show about three years ago. Yep. And... It was right after George Floyd's murder. Mm -hmm. It was in that moment of national reckoning on race. Yep. And maybe that's yep. even why we had the show. No, um, that, that is exactly one of the reasons we had the show. Like, how can you mm -hmm. talk about race openly and in a way that feels honest and, mm -hmm. you know, two people actually engaging one another and then to explore all these topics in the country. And over the course of doing this show, um, you know, we've had so much joy but we've also gone through, during that time, this rapid, surprising, how fast it was, retrenchment, this backlash. Right. The divides yep. that we talk about have only become deeper. That's right. It does help to think about the fact that what we talk about is like almost criminal in a lot of states. I mean, we know for a fact that we've heard from listeners who are teachers. Some people have stopped you on the street and like, I have assigned episodes of some of my best friends are to my high school yeah. students. And that's in Illinois, of course. <laughs> and I know some of that's happened here in New Jersey. But imagine in Florida and Texas, you know, we had two really great episodes. One, when the attack on critical race theory in season one first happened. And then we had one this season, which looked at how Governor Ron DeSantis had, in fact, helped to uh, draw attention to the college board's curriculum so that a national standard, literally an educational standard of, of the college board would not be taught in Florida and inspired other states for backlash. So, 
you know, our show went from being something that had all the possibility of being part of a transformative moment in American history to now being a show that could be listed as a banned resource in a whole bunch of school districts all around the country. So you think Crazy. you think our show actually caused the backlash? <laughs> well, I have a surprise for you on this point. Okay. So the Barbie movie, the runaway hit of the summer. Yeah. So dude, you haven't seen the movie, but guess what? There is a line in the movie when one of the characters says, some of my best friends are Jewish. Dude, I'm telling you, when you say our show is part of the backlash, we made it. We made it into the biggest Hollywood hit of the summer. Oh, man. But you you raise a really good point, Ben, um, that it was our goal to try to offer something in this moment of existential crisis uh, where people weren't quite sure what to do as the Trump era was unfolding. We said, like, we're going to have this conversation and we're going to, we're going to, each week figure out how to understand and say something for the rest of the country and, you know, in many parts of the world where we have listeners, so that we feel like being able to speak to what's happening is itself an act of resistance. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And 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 to try to add to the conversation in a, in a productive way, in a meaningful yeah. way. So I know, I know that every listener has kind of, uh, at least at least I've heard, you know, people have favorite episodes. Um, but I have my own, and I don't know about you, but I want to hear a couple of your favorite ones. I, I, to this day, absolutely love the Interracial Buddy Films episode. <laughs> like, that, that episode, the conversation about 48 Hours and Lethal Weapon, the, like, scene in that yeah. bar scene where we talk about what's happening when Eddie Murphy, like, becomes Nick Nolte's character and takes over the bar. And then later, when you talk about Danny Glover and Mel Gibson in this orgasmic embrace. Man, that. that, that Man, was that just a smart. good, good moment. You were really yeah. smart. <laughs> well, I'll say like, I'm going to speak more generally because, you know, you and I have a rapport and sort of, you know, a casual. So there's something really fantastic when people we didn't know that well came on the show mm-hmm. and were just completely comfortable with us and be completely open. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. so many examples of that, you know, from, from Clint Smith to Jay Kang to Sam mm-hmm. Irby. Yeah. And then, you know, in our experiences, we know or have come across or have access to so many amazing people. That's So right. many people who are fascinating and who are truly our friends in some way. And to have people on like Avery Today or, or Eve Ewing or Amanda Williams or Zay mm-hmm. Dorn, Man, Jackie you are, you Stewart. Man, you are killing it. You are dropping ja- all those names. I Jackie love it. Jackie Stewart, my, my sister, <laughs> uh, Sasha Penn. That's right. Um, you know, but then I have to say that there are moments for me, and maybe this is like the 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 buddy films one that you said, when it's just us talking. And mm-hmm. there was a moment when we were doing a show about comedy. Uh, yes, I think it the was good, started the bad and the funny. And it started by Dave Chappelle having this Netflix show, but we decided that we would reveal to one another some of our favorite comedy moments. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment on air while we're recording when it turned out that we picked <laughs> the exact same clip. We both yes. picked this Eddie Murphy skit from Saturday Night Live. White and, like and me. Ju- and just like the 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 joyousness of that moment, the, yes. the euphoria. Like I was oh. just like giddy that we, you know, our minds you are working so the same giddy. way. I, re- yeah. I, I encourage, if you missed that episode, listeners, go back and <laughs> Ben is like a four-year-old kid. Just yeah. so happy. Funny thing yeah. is, for this conversation, I actually picked that mem- that memory too. <laughs> ah, see, see. <laughs> you know, listen. I mean, um, this is the one opportunity that we have in uh, two seasons, over two years of episodes, to share what someone else thought about our show, other than us. And so, I'm going to read one listener um, review. And of course, it's a good one because who gives a okay. shit about the ones that hated us? Uh, oh man, so that's this a very one... healthy. That's a very healthy way. <laughs> I would. I'm the person that only looks at the negative ones. This is this is a difference between us too. Everybody, be more like Khalil. <laughs> so from June eighth, twenty twenty three, on the Apple Podcast app, a listener whose hashtag is my alter ego is a Navy SEAL titled their five-star review as the intersection of information and joy. And this is what this listener wrote. I love this podcast so much. 
It gives me so much joy to hear two men speak frankly about the aspects of a long, beautiful friendship. I want to go to Martha's Vineyard on vacation with these two amazing families. Carry on with great joy, heart emoji. But there's more. Uh This listener adds update. As I continue to listen to this informative, educational, important podcast, may I just say that nothing on this beautiful, fragile planet brings me more, more joy and guess with a tear in my eye than at the end when you sign off with, I love you, man. Mm, I love, love you it. too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. My alter ego is a Navy SEAL because in my darkest man. moments to come, I will be coming mm. back to this review <laughs> to, <laughs> to know really that good. we brought some joy in the world. Yes. Beautiful. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you a kind of thought experiment. As close as we are, if you could think of anyone else to have done this podcast with, even even a historical figure, who would it be? Man, I think I would have done it with Eddie Murphy. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> okay. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Because I, I would have still with... chosen you. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> All right. We got to go. See everybody later. Love you, Khalil. Yeah, Uh, my bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. So listen, before we sign off, we've got a couple more listeners who are going to leave us with some parting thoughts. Hey, bro. um, I'm really going to miss you being in my closet like twice a week um, with Khalil. Um, It has been really awesome to have you guys get to spend this much time together and I can't wait till see what you guys cook up next. All right. Beautiful. That's Khalil's wife, Stephanie. That's beautiful. Thank you for that. Ben and Khalil, I can't believe it's your final episode. Congratulations on your podcast. I'm so happy the world got to hear just how smart, insightful, and fucking funny you guys are. Um, I'm privileged because I get to continue to see your love, friendship, and brotherhood. Congrats, guys. That's beautiful. That's my wife, Danielle. And the beautiful part of the podcast is, is uh, she still has so many episodes to catch up on, so she can, <laughs> she can enjoy this for years to come. <laughs> well, uh, I, I can't speak on that, but I can say that they were part of the, sh- the show, for sure. And uh, I think if we were going to thank, you know, at least a couple people beyond our producers and the Pushkin family, I think we had to give it up to uh, Stephanie and Danielle. The, lo- the loves of our lives. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right, man. Well, I'm sorry that I would have chosen Eddie Murphy uh, if I had to do this again. But, you know, uh, I didn't no, realize I it was a trick question. <laughs> there tr- are no trick questions. There are no trick questions. <laughs> only tr- only revealing our true selves. <laughs> the truth is that uh, there's no substitute for you. And, uh, and this has been an amazing run. And, uh, yeah, I guess uh, no surprises here. I love you, man. I'll see you on the other side. Love you, too. Some of My Best Friends Are is a production of Pushkin Industries. The show is written and hosted by me, Khalil Gibran Muhammad, and my best friend, Ben Austin. It's produced by Lucy Sullivan. Our associate producer is Rachel Yang. It's edited by Sarah Nix with help from Keishel Williams. Our engineer is Amanda K. Wong. And our managing producer is Constanza Gallardo. At Pushkin, thanks to Letal Molad, Julia Barton, Heather Fain, Carly Migliori, John Schnars, Greta Cohn, and Jacob Weisberg. Our theme song, Little Lily, is by fellow Chicagoan, the brilliant Avery R. Young, from his album Tubman. You definitely want to check out his music at his website, averyryoung.com. You can find Pushkin on all social platforms at Pushkin Pods, and you can sign up for our newsletter at pushkin.fm. To find more Pushkin podcasts, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. And if you like our show, please give us a five-star rating and a review. And listen, even if you don't like it, give it a five-star rating and a review. And please tell all of your best friends about it. Thank you.
the tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored amongst some of the most influential leaders in industry and me. I'll be there too. Enter now at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.